Hi, and welcome to Just One More Story, a weekly podcast that covers unique and interesting stories. Although each story is different, they all have one thing in common. They are all as entertaining as the host himself. His straightforward approach to the craft of storytelling is a refreshing change and an inspiration to all. With that, here's your host, George Walters. Hi, folks. Thanks for listening. And I really do mean it when I say thanks for listening, because, well, I appreciate that you took the time out of your day to be here. And to top that, it's Friday, with the weekend just hours away. I would think that Friday is about the best day of the week for most folks, being that they have a couple days off work. For myself, even though I don't have to work to make ends meet anymore, or in essence, or as some calls it, retired, Fridays to me has always been special. And I have also noticed that most folks are happier on Fridays. Kind of amazing if you really think about it. These days, though, with the coronavirus being upon us, a lot of folks are working from home. So for them, you could say every day is Friday. However, an item in part that I would like to chat about before I get into the story of the day is beer. Yep, you heard it right. It seems that some people are thinking that the corona beer can infect them with the viruses going around. Laughable, but true. But don't worry, it doesn't. It's just a few people making idle conversations about what is actually a great taste in beer. And it isn't just me saying this, as millions are enjoying a cool bottle or two every day. But it is ironic how so many people can be so easily swayed into believing things that aren't true. Actually, it's what some call fake news. Whoever started the fake news thing has sure changed the world as we see it today. And I kind of believe it is a good thing. Why is that? (laughs) Glad you asked. Darn, I like it when you want to know my feelings on things. Well, I feel that now a portion of the people are starting to realize that most of what they hear on the news channels or social media is nothing more than just that nothing. Truth is that fake news is just false stories about all sorts of content that are put together in such a way that they look and sound real so that those telling it can make money, get recognition, and stir things up on the social media platforms or wherever. The reason I believe this in some ways is a good thing, I said in some ways, is that a lot of people are now double-checking on what they are hearing or seeing or not seeing, before making any accusations that might in turn hurt others or cause issues that aren't warranted. But in saying that, there are still a lot that believe what these mind changers are saying to be true when it is not. There are also many that like to preach, so to speak, in hopes that we become defensive, insisting that we deal with what they believe in. That's their goal, a trap of sort. What I do with people like that, I let them know that I won't pay any attention to their superstitions, criticisms, false accusations, or whatever I'm not comfortable with. Usually they leave me alone, as they now realize that I can't be fooled, bought, or swayed into their way of thinking. Last thing, one last thing. When I give my views on things, you have to remember that they are my opinion only. I also realize that you might have different thoughts on things, too, which is as it should be. Anyways, does what I just mentioned have anything at all to do with the story today? Once again, nope, not the least. 
So with that, let's get on with the story today. I hope you enjoy Feathered Friends. It's true that I have been noted to write a lot of stories about animals over the years, and the reason for this is, well, I have a great respect for nature and those that live within it. I also enjoy and respect the animals in captivity, but not that I condone them being caged up. I suppose the reason I am that way boils down to me being raised on the farm, where at any given time there were critters all around me. I also found that living with these animals and watching them day in and day out, you soon find out just how intelligent they really are. Even while going to do our, to our one-room schoolhouse, you just had to look out the window and you would see horses or cows grazing in the field. <laughs> Many times a teacher had to bring me back into the land of living, it seemed, as I had a tendency of drifting off while watching them lazily roaming in the fields. It should be noted, though, that other than animals, I had a special interest in our feathered friends, too. One species in particular were the crows. I remember one time in the early spring watching a crow that was gathering sticks. I didn't really rightly know what he or she was doing with them, so I decided to keep an eye on it. And to my surprise, I found it was flying right into a chicken coop, which was inside the barn. So, with my curiosity being aroused, I eased my way into the barn to have a look-see, and there, one of the boxes that was supposed to be for our chickens to lay their eggs in, I soon realized it was making a nest. Seeing this, I decided to ask Laura, the lady that raised me, thinking that maybe she could tell me what it was up to. After giving it some thought, she said, Well, best you keep an eye on it, George, and Every time you see it putting things in there, take them out after she leaves. I suspect, I suspect that crow is a female and wants to get a family started in where it's warm, safe, and dry. For a few days I did what I was told, but eventually I got busy and forgot all about it. Then one day while walking by, I noticed something black, which was out of the ordinary in the chicken coop. It caught my eye, so to speak, as... All our hens were mostly all white. I went a bit closer only to find out that that old crow, and crow, in spite of my effort to keep it out, had made a nest and was sitting on it. Not that I really wanted to, but I chased her away, and there in front of my eyes were three small eggs. Now what should I do? I just didn't have the heart at the time to get rid of the eggs, so I decided on taking my problem to Laura once again as well. She always had an answer for most things. I suppose, George, we could just let her be, as she isn't hurting anything. I did notice yesterday that there was one hen sitting on her nest, and who knows, that crow might make out just fine. I found out later from Red, though, that usually chickens wouldn't allow crows or other birds to be near their nest. But for some reason, they didn't seem to mind this old girl. Anyways, time went by, and when I, rem when I remembered, I kept an eye on things. Then one day, while doing my chores, I noticed that the crow had left her nest. Taking a closer look, I also noticed that a chicken had laid an egg of her, of her own, in there, too. Now it's going to happen, I said to myself. Hmm. Giving it some thought, I decided to wait, as the crow usually wasn't too far off. 
Sure enough, a few minutes later, in flew the crow. She landed by her nest, and you could see she was she knew something wasn't quite right. I'm not exactly sure what she was thinking about with that big egg in her nest, but to my astonishment, she let it be. It took her a bit of work to get her three and the large one under her, which made me laugh. But, as I always say, if there is a will, there is a way, and she found it, even if it was lacking the grace of a female. Then something strange happened. As soon as the crow left the nest, the chicken, or or mother of the larger egg, flew up and decided that she would sit in the eggs. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. This kept up until the eggs were hatched. But when they did hatch, the one on the nest at the time wasn't the crow. Seeing this, I kind of figured we were in for some more trouble, as I was sure that old hen wouldn't want anything to do with them young black things. Surprises were in the works that day, as you know, that mother hen just took it all in stride. When it came time to feed the young ones, the crow brought brought in different insects, and as soon as she left, up would jump the hen with more bugs and things. I have to say that it was sure a sight to see with one huge black crow sitting on a beam in the barn with a mouthful of things waiting for the hen to get finished. This kept on till they could walk, and then one day, lo and behold, out in the barnyard, following the mother hen was three black crows and one white baby chick. Red Laura and I sure had a good laugh watching them. You know, it took the better part of a month before that mother crow could get them three young ones of hers convinced that they weren't chickens. Eventually, though, she did manage to get them to fly, and what a day that was. The mother hen was having a fit watching them flying all over the barnyard. She was probably thinking that they were a bunch of show-offs. But I will say this, she was sure one proud mother, let me tell you. As you could see, you could just see it in the, the way she strutted her stuff around her, the other chickens. And what did the crow think about that white chick? Well, truth be told, it seemed to us that she was just as happy to be rid of it. The interesting thing about all this was, was that for a couple of years after that, every spring, them three crows would come back to visit the old hen. I think they truly believed she was her second mom. They would stay for a few weeks and have their young ones in our chicken coop and then leave. Yes, Mama Hen was sure happy to see them every spring. But by the time they raised her young, I kind of think she was happy to see them leave. That's it for today, folks. But before I go, I would like to mention that all my stories are also available in books. We have seven books to choose from, and each book has over 50 short stories. The titles of the books are One More Story, Moments in Time, Paths We Choose, Times Changin', Keep Turning Pages, Join Me in the Garden, and Nature's Gateway to Health. All of our books are available on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com in ebooks or paperback. If you would like more information regarding my books or podcasts, you can email me at any time at stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll say that one more time, stories at keepingnotes.com. I'll get back to you. You can also listen to my podcasts on Google Play Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, CastBox, 
the Walters Post, and Google Home. Just say, hey Google, play Just One More Story by George Walters. And if you enjoy my podcast, share them with others or tell a friend. In doing so, it will help me make more podcasts for all to enjoy. And finally, I would like to thank you all for listening. And don't forget to tune in every Friday for a new episode of Just One More Story by George Walters.